Yo, and welcome back to the In the Pocket podcast. I am today's host, the one and only EJ Russell. Happy to be alongside you all today. This is season seven, episode three of the In the Pocket podcast, presented by the Game Sports Podcast, powered by 91 and 91 Network, formerly known as TGEM. The In the Pocket segment is sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux Ontario's best sports bar and best wings. Proud sponsor of the Game Sports Podcast, formerly the Big Game Sports Show since 2016, and the original home to the first live recording of the Game Sports Show and Game Sports Show Podcast in Canada. What? With me today is our dear friend and El Presidente himself, David McKegg Jr. is here with us today. Kegger, how are you, buddy? Uh, EJ, I love when you say that. I think you're one of the only ones that calls me that on this because I don't think anyone else wants to call or me Mr. that. Or Mr. Electric Avenue. We can bring that uh, one up too. I, was, I, I love that one. I, I was talking about it on a certain tribute show that we are going to have upcoming next week. But EJ, my friend, I am doing great. I love being on this side of the camera, if you will, because you're such a natural. Oh, thanks, buddy. And, and you lost the bet last week. I, I, did, I don't know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> I won't talk about that. We'll get into that and more later. But also joining us is regular contributor and co-host of the In the Pocket segment. You know him as Hike. It is the one and only Justin Heichel. What's up, buddy? How's it going, fellas? Good to be back this week. Uh, nice to see you're both here smiling after that rivalry game Monday night. Well, one of us is not smiling at all. And let's get into that real quick. Uh, Nick Chubb goes down, likely out for the season. Today it comes out uh, as we're recording this show on Wednesday. Uh, it came out earlier today that Nick Chubb has agreed to a one-year deal with the Cleveland Browns worth up to $4 million. Dave, your thoughts on how this Nick Chubb injury could affect the Cleveland Browns and talk about the way that Pittsburgh looked in that game. You mean Honestly, you know, yeah, I, that's a Kareem Hunt. Is, is, what I is, say? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I, I caught it. I know what you meant. They, they say they signed Nick Chubb. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Oh, no, Nick I, Chubb's got a bigger deal. Sorry, Kareem Hunt, one year, up to $4 million. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. They re-signed Nick Chubb's I knee. Think, I, think they, I think you gave the listeners Chubb thinking that they were having a Nick Chubb clone getting re-signed. Okay, so that's God, that'd good. be great. Uh, but honestly, I think Hunt is a good uh, good replacement to come in. I, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I thought maybe they'd make a move for K-Makers, but we know that uh, he went to Minnesota. Uh, I believe that's where he went today. Sorry, cut my head. I, I didn't fact check that by any means. But you asked, me about, you asked me about the Steeler and Brown game. Honestly, that game was so hard to watch if you're a fan of offensive side of the football because, you know, football, you you, you, you look at the, the offense of the Browns have. I'm impressed with it because of, because of Chubb, and that's a massive loss. But you got Cooper, you got Watson, you got some good names. The Steelers have good names too, but they're not – up to the capability of what the Browns have, to be honest with you. And Kenny Pickett, oh, <laughs> like defense ran that football game. And Highsmith and Watt took the game to a whole other level. And Watt breaking a record and most sacks. And the, the guy is literally just a menace on the field. He, he's great to watch. And I might have to get myself a Watt jersey now. Uh, but he, I, overall in the game, EJ, what I saw – was two two uh, two actions of offense that were non-existent and defenses that were actually pretty existent. And obviously on the Steelers side, they got two touchdowns on the defensive side, the defensive side of the football. So that's one thing that stood out in the game, and and it's obviously a big loss for the Browns. They're losing Chubb. When I was watching that and I saw that, I was like, oh no, 
Oh no, that 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 is that was a scary kind of collision that happened there with Chubb, and unfortunately he goes down. But I think the Browns have enough high octane offense with Watson and Cooper, and bringing in Hunt. I think they can rebound, but that's a tough loss to take against the Steelers, a team that is proven that the that steel curtain is not back by any means. Uh, but it's looking really good when you have Highsmith and Watt and guys leading the way. So it was a purely defensive, exciting game, but nothing exciting about the offense. Heichel, you're in Indianapolis Colts this week, getting a victory 31 to 20 over the Houston Texans. Your thoughts on the Colts and getting the dub. I, I like the win. I like Richardson's two touchdowns. I think this being pulled from two games back to back, is giving me PTSD from the Andrew Luck years. I mean, Trevor Lawrence told him after game one, man, you got to learn to protect yourself. And if there's anything we learned from game two, he's got to learn to protect himself a little better. I mean, it's only two games into his NFL career, so, I mean, I'm not trying to hit a panic button by any means, but game one you get pulled because it looks like you take a rough hit to the knee. Game two you get pulled because you're in concussion protocol. I, you... I, I love the heart. I love how he's playing. Um, but you do have to learn to protect yourself a little better. And I guess maybe the only way he's going to learn that is by getting his bell rung a couple times. Um, but on, on to the positive side, Gardner Minshew stepped in. Um, and it looks like, honestly, looks like they have two different offenses. Like they have they have a playbook for Richardson. And then they've got like a playbook for Minshew to go out there. And honestly, the, the offense kind of reacts solid both ways and getting Zach Moss in there this week at running back um, gave me a little bit more confidence in the running game. I mean, week one with Deion Jackson, I mean, I bet hard on him in fantasy this year, kind of thinking he's going to be the guy and he's not the guy so far, but Zach Moss, I think pulled in a big 18 points over the weekend for me in fantasy. Um, Not to brag on that one on the waiver wire, but I'll take it, and uh, going into this week with Baltimore, it's going to be a toughie, but I think if Richardson's back, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Dave, you know, outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers, were there any other games that really caught your eye this weekend? You know, I'm really impressed with the way that the Cowboys have looked through the first two weeks, that they're scoring a lot of points, that defense looks nasty. You know, Micah Parsons, you even see him stealing things that he saw Miles Garrett do earlier this year, the way that he picks up things defensively and learns new schemes and new techniques. The Cowboys look fantastic right now, but Dave, what other games stood out to you or what team looked best? Honestly, you know, the, you bring up a good point about the Cowboys that that's, that's where, and I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to get to two other quick points to answer your question, but the Cowboys, this might, this team looks good to watch. It's exciting. You hit the, you hit the nail right on the head there. It's, it's, they're, they're looking pretty solid and they're exciting. But if I had to say two other teams that really stood out to me this week, you know what? I think two teams that I'll mention, and they're closer to home, quote unquote, that I'll say. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, uh, obviously, with playing the Raiders, the Raiders had a, a good first week winning the first game, but obviously losing against the Bills. What we saw in this game between the Bills and the Raiders was kind of the offense of the Bills uh, and just the overall team effort really kind of rebound from the first week, right? You, you watch that first week game and you're like, shit, all right, Rodgers. Uh, you know, the, the Jets, you know, pull away and get a win. And then you have the Bills go back and bounce back at home, right? And the Raiders just 
they were down 21 to 10, I believe was the score when I was flipping back and forth going into half. And then the second half, they didn't get any points, if I remember correctly, because the Bills won 38-10. So do the basic math, I guess. But the Bills were the team that looked good. They looked good all around that entirety of the game. Uh, but the other team, the close to home, that I want to point out, obviously being in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and a border town with Sioux, Michigan, and connecting with a lot of Lions faithful, and there's a lot of Lions fans where myself and, uh, and Justin live, and obviously, of course, where EJ is at as well. Uh, but the, the Lions, people are already saying, oh, first week was a fluke. They're, they're, wow, they look like garbage. Goff throws his first interception since week eight or whatever of last season or whatever it was, week seven or eight. So, And they have a bad game against the Seahawks. And the Seahawks, they fully said, well, they, they got touchdowns at timely times. There's, there's off Goff didn't look the same. There's criticism now saying that, oh, maybe they're not as good as what they thought. Listen, Lions fans, you got to take a step back here for a second. All right. They, Goff did very good last year towards the end of the year. They had a great first game. The Seahawks figured them out. It was a back-and-forth game, and the Lions fans got to take a, a chill pill. Man, that's the word I want to use. The, the stuff that I've been reading, I understand football is not as long as a hockey season. It's not as long as a basketball season. It's not as long as a baseball season in particular as well. Okay, each game counts a little bit more, obviously, in football, it seems, especially when you're playing uh, when you're playing teams that quote unquote they think that they should win against. Listen, the Browns should have beaten the Steelers last week. The it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. The Chiefs played the Jags last week. The Jags are a pretty good team, so I don't mean to take this away from them, but Chiefs only got seventeen points on the Jags. They should be getting more points with that offense, in my honest opinion. Uh you 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 have a Lions team that the, the Lions faithful really have to take a step back and, and relax here a little bit and watch the the comments online because I think the Lions are gonna come back this week and bounce back. Spoiler on one of my picks. Uh, but Restore the Roar is still there, and the stuff, EJ, that I'm reading about the Lions, it's, that's one team that stood out to me in a negative way, but at the same time, I still see a much improved ball team on the field than from week six of last year. They're still a, a team that's going to be competitive on the field the entirety of the season. This is only the second game. Uh, if we're talking week 10 then that's and you're playing 500 football, then maybe that's where you get a little concerned. But I think there's a lot of time for the Lions to keep uh, restoring the roar there in Detroit. Heichel, your surprise team so far at this point, two weeks in. Surprise team? I would say probably the 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 Washington uh, Commanders, to be completely honest. I, I don't think anyone gave them an absolute hope in hell going into this season. Uh, with the change in ownership, not really knowing the direction of the team, uh, I don't think many people are going to give Sam Howell a lot of credit or much of a chance uh, before they wrote him off going into the year. Um, but I think, honestly, the, maybe the team's playing to that mentality where they're a bit disrespected, underdogs. I mean, Brian Robertson's a pretty solid guy. Um, Scary Terry's out there. I believe he's been back pretty good. So I, they're not a bad club, and their defense has been pretty okay. I don't want to give them like too many accolades here and uh, hang championship banners for them, but... Honestly, like that's if if you were going through the stats right now and you know, like if you read what everyone was telling you the going into the season and then you just looked at the you know, the standings right now, Washington has to be the team that stands out to you. And that's at, at least maybe other people knew something I didn't, but 
I didn't give them a hope in hell. And, and I mean, to, to touch on that a little bit too, the, the surprise team in that division for me, just to jump off of that a little bit, like the New York Giants, like did I, I had a lot more faith, you know, like going into that the season with that team than what we've seen so far. I mean, week one was an absolute like shock and awe disaster. And then like last week, so like funny story here. It's my sister's wedding Sunday. Ceremony started at four. And my buddy's like sitting two rows behind me. Biggest Giants fan I know. So we get through the reception. We're down there eating apps and everything else and i look at the score i'm like yo it's 17 nothing he's like nice right on i'm like oh no no not not nice right on <laughs> and then, like we finished dinner everything else and then we have the movie or like the moment like those gambling ad commercials where jamie fox yells up in a room full of people like oh my god way to go and that was him because the giants won the game isn't he high-fiving like vanessa hudgens or something weird yeah, in that commercial so, yeah, yeah it's some. Like very uncommon. Like Jamie Foxx has a gambling problem. You got to get that figured out. But Zach Efron, Zach Vanessa Hutchins. But yeah, like that's that whole division again is a mess. But I like I want to see. I want to revisit the Washington Football Club here again. Like after Canadian Thanksgiving, we'll give it a look there in like three weeks and see where they're at. Now we are into week three of the regular season. So two weeks of Pick'em has commenced. So, Hike, I'll come to you to give us the breakdown on the standings on where things sit in our NFL Pick'em after two weeks. Well, we are very taut. Taut. It's a three-point spread across the uh, across the league right now. Uh, my chub is miles long, still in first. Um, but uh, only ten correct last week. So he uh, in first with twenty. Well, it's because my chub blew out his knee, so we got big problems now. <laughs> yeah, you're... Get a new chub. <laughs> yeah, you're. If they amputate is... his leg, I'm gonna have to say my chub is half miles long. <laughs> no, your chub is broke. That's oh, it. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, my chub is broke. Dave's Dave's teams, whose name is to be decided at this point in the season. I was in second place with 21 points. Dave won the week with uh, 11 correct. So uh, props to Dave on that one. And then uh, I'm holding up uh, holding up the rear there with uh, 19 points, and I only got uh, 10 right on the week. So EJ and I tied on the week there. Uh, we'll, uh, and uh, maybe segue that into our uh, week three picks here, fellas. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go first because I often end up going last as I typically win most every week. But Dave will have the honors to go last, so I'll go first. Hike second. Dave will let you bring up the rear because we know that's where you like it. Uh, so <laughs> First pick, I'm going to go San Francisco 49ers over the New York Giants. Saquon Barkley, not the healthiest person right now. So give me the Niners. They've been playing great football. The Browns, I think they still bounce back. I think that Ford kid that came in after uh, – Chubb went down. I think he's still a very capable running back again. Kareem Hunt coming back. I think the Browns are playing for Nick Chubb the rest of the way, and it's going to be a, a perfect motivation for the rest of the season. No better guy to play behind. I got the Detroit Lions taking on the Atlanta Falcons in what I think will be a closer game than a lot of people want it to be. I do think Detroit comes away victorious there. Give me the Packers over the Saints at home. Finns, their winners at home against Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the Denver Broncos. Give me the Chargers 
against the Minnesota Vikings. I like them being road dogs here, getting the win in that game. New York Jets, I have beating the New England Patriots. I like the Jets' defense in that game to perform and play significantly well. Sorry, Washington, I think your ride is going to come to a quick end here as the Buffalo Bills are going to be victorious on the road. Jaguars defend home turf against the Texans. The Ravens will beat the Colts. I think that's another game that will be closer than many people anticipate. I think the Ravens' defense being the deciding factor in that game. Seahawks over the Panthers, Chiefs over the Bears, Cowboys over the Cardinals, and we were talking about this game before the show started. Hike, you know what I'm getting at here. Uh, Raiders, I think they're going to take down Pittsburgh at home. Eagles over the Buccaneers, I think. Baker Mayfield comes back to reality in that game really quickly. And then the Bengals, I think they're going to pick up their first win of the year and take down the Los Angeles Rams at home. Rams 17, Bengals 24 for my tiebreakers. Eagles 27, Buccaneers 10. Who will score the most points? The Cowboys least, Arizona Cardinals. Hi. Mm. Sorry, sorry, I was on the mute button there, uh, and I'll. Uh, all right, so uh, the he was booing you, EJ. He was booing yeah, I you. Was, I was, I was booing. I didn't I need to hear booing. it. I didn't care to hear it. I'm going to pick it's... the game the way I pick it, whether you all like right. it or not. So uh, Al Michaels gets another killer game on Thursday night. Uh, the 49ers and the Giants. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers. Anyone taking the Giants, go get your head reevaluated. Um, I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, Cleveland over Tennessee, Lions over the Falcons, New Orleans over Green Bay, Miami over Denver, Minnesota over the Chargers, Jets over New England, Buffalo over to Washington. Sorry, Washington. I was on the hype train there, and here we are now. I'm slighting you. So prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Um, Jacksonville over Houston. Colts over Baltimore. Seattle over Carolina. Carolina, like, awful to watch on Monday night. Like, uh, different story, Why did they but... do two games on Monday night, by the way? That was just a waste. Why, why give us the appetizers, Saints, Panthers, when we all knew the Panthers were going to be dog shit? Well, why are they doing it again this week? Why are there two games Monday night? Is that just so people can get like some bigger parlays going? Is that only a gambling thing? It must I must be. Know. I don't know. Um, so Kansas City over Chicago, Dallas over Arizona, Pittsburgh over the Raiders, um, Philly, Philly over Tampa Bay, Cincinnati over the Rams. Uh, I got the Rams 21, Cincinnati 24. I'm thinking that's going to be a fairly close game. I, the Rams haven't been awful. Uh, they're the spread destroyers now, so uh, that'll that'll be interesting. Uh, Philly 38, Tampa 24, only because Tampa scores in garbage time. Most points this week, Dallas. Fewest points this week, the Giants. Dave. Ooh. Ooh, the the least. Okay, so I'll say first, Hike. There's an alarmingly similarity with a lot of our picks between you and me, and even us three have pretty linear picks on a lot. There's a lot of well, I think favorites. It's, it's not going to start to separate until about midway through the year, because right now yes. we're all picking favorites for the most part. Yeah, then I start playing fast and loose, and it's a mess. Real, real loose. Your chub gets half miles long. Sorry, I don't know why that's in my head. It's a Canadian yeah. chub. Don't you do it in centimeters or meters or kilometers? Yeah, kilometers. There actually. you go. Goosenecks. Well, with height, it's millimeters. Awesome. Okay, so 
Awesome, Dave says. Awesome. I want all that. Uh, the Niners gi- will beat the Giants. That's all. Uh, Browns over the Titans. Lions over the Falcons. My point, very hard to pick this game. Okay, it was very hard. And I'll tell you why. The Falcons got a very good running game. They have a weapon in Kyle Pitts that they haven't really utilized like they should. My fantasy knows. Uh, but the Lions, I'm going to pick them just based out of bouncing back and then being on home home field as the edge. But the Falcons running game, do not doubt that. That game is going to be one of the best games on Sunday. Packers, Saints, Dolphins will beat – oh, sorry, Packers, Saints. Wow, I can't talk. Packers will beat the Saints. Dolphins over the Broncos. Vikings over the Chargers. Jets over the Patriots. Bills over the Commanders. Jags over the Texans. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin. Ravens over the Colts. Uh, Seahawks over the Panthers. And I did actually originally have the Colts picked um, in my head before we hit record, but I gave it a quick change. I shook my head and realized, you know what? No. Chiefs over the Bears. Cowboys over the Cardinals. The Eagles over the Bucks. Like you said, garbage time for the Bucks. The Eagles are just going to, I think, to the Bucks this week. And the Bengals will beat the Rams. Score, 31-7, Bengals over the Rams. 28-14, Eagles over the Bucks. Dallas, most points. Arizona, least points. Well, unlike when Dave hosts and things get off the rail quickly, that, that just about does it here, boys. <laughs> I, I think we've got it all tightened up. We got a nice bow on it. I, I'll end with this. Hike, I want your favorite game of the week. Dave, give me yours, and then I'll wrap up uh, with my favorite game, and then we'll close out the show here. Well, I don't. I, I, oh, ah, ooh, ah, did I did I button line there? Sorry, I was uh, not You're checking good. my fantasy hockey team at the same time. You're up, Pike. Uh, all right, so I'm not going to be biased here or anything, but I'm honestly thinking the Colts and Ravens is going to be a pretty juicy game if Richardson is back. It should be like young Lamar versus established Lamar. Um, and, and honestly, like defense, why the Ravens defense is a little bit better, but I don't know. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to my cousin, the Bills fan and my new, um, well, brother-in-law's family, also Bills fans. Uh, we had several drinks over the weekend at my sister's wedding and, uh, Bills fans, pretty fun to hang out with. So, uh, Dom and Nathan's family, good time this weekend. Did he jump through a table at the wedding, yes or no? Uh, no, but he did wear Doesn't a cowboy a hat. Party. Did wear a cowboy hat. So, <laughs> Dave blast. looks confused that Cowboys fans are capable of not jumping through tables. Dave, your favorite game this week. Sorry, to be honest, I know it's bad for video. I just got this most weirdest email, and it caught my eye attention, so I'm sorry to anybody who was probably You're not to supposed to read those ones in your junk mail. Yeah, I, I honestly, because I was pulling up the, the week schedule, and for some reason, my email opened up. I saw an email that made no sense. So back on track. <laughs> my favorite game of the week that I have my eye on, and I've kind of already touched on it in the pick is the Lions-Falcons. Uh, I kind of have my eye on that game because I like the Falcons running game against an underrated Lions defense. Well, they're I guess they're appreciated a little bit, but I, I consider them a little bit underrated. Uh, and I want to see the, how the Falcons, if they're going to bounce back and actually use Pitts a bit more in, in the game. And I want to see how Goff rebounds, if he's going to start a new tr- new streak without getting an interception uh, and <clears throat> kind of 
how the Lions are going to respond to last week's uh, heartbreaking is what the word that I'll use loss the Seahawks. I think it's got you got the, uh, a game between two teams that are on different levels right now. I think the Falcons are playing a little bit with house money, and I don't know what the way I want to explain that is. And I know Dane Hantrow, who is an analyst of uh, the Game Sports Podcast at ninety one N. He's a very he's very adamant about his Falcons and how strong and under underappreciated they are. So I'm probably going to sound like one of those people that don't appreciate them. But I feel like they're coming into this year with almost nothing to lose. With a, and I mean that with a question mark because I no one has them as a team to be competitive as they are this year. I know when I picked them. Uh, no, when I picked them uh, this, earlier this year, I had them. When we were talking about teams, I had them more at the middle to the bottom. Right? That, that's that's where I have them. But the way their running game is, maybe they deserve a bit more respect. But that's my favorite game because I think there's a lot of storyline there, and, and there's the Lions need to rebound, the Falcons need to continue momentum, a running game against a team that can stop the running game, in my opinion. And you got Goff and see how he bounces back against a, a tough uh, a tough game against the Seahawks uh, last week. For me, the game of the week's got to be Chargers-Vikings. I, I think these are two teams that still have a lot of question marks about where their seasons could go uh, the rest of the way. The Vikings certainly have looked like they've been underperforming in the first two weeks of the season. So for me, Sunday, 1 o'clock at U.S. Bank Stadium or U.S. Bank Arena, whatever it's called in Minnesota, that is going to be, to me, the game of the week. Kirk Cousins versus uh, Justin Herbert. Great offenses facing off against each other. I, I think it has the potential to be a very, very high-scoring game. So that is going to do it for Season 7, seven Episode 3 of the In the Pocket podcast, brought to you by the Game Sports Podcast and presented by 91N, uh, formerly the TGM Network. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux, Ontario's best sports bar, Dave McKeg. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Any final thoughts from you before we let you go? Uh, honestly, nothing really to say. What I what I will mention, and I want to remind listeners that there's going to be a lot of uploads. Uh, there has been this week, actually. Uh, but uh, the boys, two of them on the screen, uh, the family of the game, they're going to be taking a pretty big, heavier load the next few weeks uh, because yours truly will be away on vacation. Uh, so in the pocket, we'll still be around. You'll have Top Shelf is coming back. Hike, you got the preview show coming up next week with that. So there's... A lot of uh, shows and content is coming and there's up. there's the hockey bubble burst. Boo! Dave yeah. ruined it. And EJ and I were a part of a very special show that's going to be coming up on the 29th. Uh, maybe people know if they do know, but uh, that will be ready to be uploaded. And I want to thank Gatano Gallo in advance. Uh, he's going to be kind of the the main avenue in terms of posting things on YouTube and between Hike, Alex, and Gatano and Avery for castos for spotify and apple so in advance i want to say thank you to you guys that's what i want to take this thank you to you guys for uh being able to step up for this week but for the listeners in terms of football i don't got much to say but i love the colorado football stories in ncaa i'm loving sanders that's where i want to give thumbs up this week for me in my two minute warning colorado i love the storylines and the shades love it all uh, by the way, they sold something like $1.2 million worth of Blender sunglasses on Saturday alone after what Coach Prime did with those sunglasses and putting them on TV the way that he did. Uh, your final thoughts before we let you take off. 
Wait, those are for sale? Yeah, blenders.com, no free I ads. Get they, that, yes, the gold shades that Prime's wearing that he was throwing out in the crowd. Yeah, blenders.com, no free ads. Awesome. No free ads. All right, 100% getting some. Dave, um, I think that here, you know what? Instead of getting a championship belt, I want the Coach Prime shades sent to my American address. That's what I want as a victory prize. For two back-to-back championships, one pair of blenders. Come on now. Cheaper cheaper shipping to ship to the States, to be honest. Yeah, it is. You could probably get a deal on a, if you order a certain pair. There you go. Hike, your final thoughts. All right, all right. So uh, I'd like to thank The Rock for literally living in my TV the entire last weekend. Uh, turned on SmackDown, and McAfee was there, and then all of a sudden The Rock was there, and then there were several Rock Bottoms. And then I was watching College Game Day, and then The Rock was there again. And then it's like they I watched, planned it. I know. And then I watched the Colorado game, and in the uh, pregame, The Rock was there again. So uh, thanks. Um, I remembered that you're around, and uh, I'll purchase all Rock-related things that you were hyping. Um, but uh, honestly, a little cheesy here, but uh, again, super proud, brother. Shout-out to my sister for getting married on the weekend, and uh, the rest of the Heiko clan uh, talking about fantasy football in the middle of the wedding. Absolutely love that. And no one's really going to know what we were talking about, but we were getting mangled on Czech liquor. So it was fantastic, and it was a blast. Hope you listen to the podcast sometime. And, uh, yeah, go Colts. Again, thank you to Justin Heichel. Thank you to Dave McKegg, El Presidente, Mr. Electric Avenue himself. For the Game Sports Podcast, the TGM Network 91 and and the In the Pocket segment. This has been Season 7, Episode 3. Tune in next week for Episode 4. You have been listening to In the Pocket on the TGM Network. See ya!